0: it's Kate and it's audio mode day nine Um, I have been reflecting on Bill Thompson's question of what sort of network do we want Um, that's in relation to how the BBC structures and designs the internet and what do we want to see from it and also I think I've been thinking about the other point you posed that if we built the Network, then we can rebuild it or we can change it and I'd like to believe that's true but I suppose if you look at it metaphorically in that you know when a city springs up for whatever reason whether that was cultural or commerce then the bare bones of that city last a very long time And I know the pace of change of the internet is much faster than a traditional city build and, you know, maybe that's part of its problem. But fundamentally, are we stuck with what we've started with? We can tweak around the edges now, but we've gone past the point where, you know, I can't remember, I haven't seen the stats for a long time, but what the percentage of people in the world with a smartphone connected to the internet is. But, you know we've almost reached saturation point with it so it's difficult now to say oh well how should we have done it um I gave a talk oh god it must be about 15 years ago now and it was to a women's group in Manchester and god when I think about it they were asking questions about like whether or not their family should have an internet connection um and they were questioning the fact that the the network had been built primarily by men, and I suppose my response was, well, if you don't like that, then get involved, and change it. And I found myself saying that the internet is a mirror on the society we've got, and that sometimes it's showing up the things that we didn't want to see when we looked in the mirror. I don't really know where that thought came from, but it has kind of stuck with me, and I think it's still true. And what we see now, sometimes, you know, if you look at the internet as a whole, every voice is on there, whether we like it or not. And I became very conscious of echo chambers, so maybe this is part of the problem of, like, how do you design a network that you want And maybe the question is, how do we design a network that gives us a society that we want? Because um, I've seen some posts this week about, you know, a private army of 22,000 people um, being recruited on Facebook, which is just terrifying. Um, And then equally, I've seen videos of the protesters in... Uh, Hong Kong and how they are um, protecting themselves against the surveillance network that exists in Hong Kong and so how they are continuing to protest. And as soon as I became aware of echo chambers, I suppose I consciously decided to follow people who I realised were kind of diametrically opposed to how I thought about the world in order that I didn't slip in to a sense of comfort that the world was going the way I wanted it to go. And I think in many ways that's what happened in the US. Um, A lot of the uh, liberal-minded thinking people were seeing what they wanted to see on the internet and in many networks on broadcast TV, and they didn't realise that Trump was a very serious threat. And so I suppose that is that how do we have transparency on a network but how do we have the debate and how do we come to conclusions that are good for society and how do you have a network that does that? So Bill, I'm really not sure I've helped to answer the question at all, but it's definitely one for our time.